Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome back to the show. So we are going to jump into a new attachment series and we're going to focus on friendship this time. We're going to be talking about different attachment styles and how they are able to affect our friendships. Essentially, we're going to start with anxious attachment. I can't even talk. (laughs) Anxious attachment triggers in friendship. Maybe I just need to slow down. I appreciate you listening, subscribing, sharing the podcast with people that you know, find this information valuable, and will be able to benefit from the gems. Make sure to follow me on Instagram. I've recently gotten on TikTok um, and join the email list. I've got some really fun stuff coming up and I want to make sure that you don't miss what is up next. Okay. So make sure that you click join the tribe in the podcast show notes. Make sure that you click all of the links really, because it's always good information. And so we're going to jump right into anxious attachment in friendship. Okay. So someone who's anxiously attached in friendship is going to place a high value of self-worth on friendships. Okay. And this may mean or lead to a requirement of of constant attention to feel secure and accepted within a friendship, okay? Now, this is going to look a little bit different from person to person, so we're talking generally, okay? Uh, And what you want to do is keep note of what might resonate with you and what you might feel resonates for a relationship that you might be in with a friend, okay? So that you can support them better and have more sustainable friendships in the long run. This could look like, right, uh, having or being needy in some way, shape, or form, possessive, jealous, or controlling, okay? And again, for each person, these are all on a spectrum, and they may occur and exist in collaboration with each other or just one, uh, one-off one situations on their own, all right? So as an anxiously attached friend uh, with a fear of abandonment, rejection, or judgment, failure, or not being enough, the often, the often kind of default happens to to be negative because the self-talk is quite negative it bleeds into every aspect of that person's life okay so this might be you or this might be a friend that you have dealing with this so they are going to need a high level of validation and that's okay and you as a friend can provide that validation for them with consistency clear communication and love right and as the person that might be anxiously attached being able to know yourself enough to be able to ask for your needs to be met and see triggers coming so that it doesn't turn into a larger issue in your relationships will really help you in the long run okay so Now, when someone is anxiously attached, things like uh, sending a text message and not getting a response back in a certain amount of time might lead to, you know, being triggered and having some of these responses going down the rabbit hole of, oh my gosh, what did I do? Are they mad at me? Do I need to explain myself? Um, What happened last time that we talked? Are they not going to be my friend anymore? And so there's that negative self-talk coming in to justify this action or reaction that we're receiving that may have nothing to do with that as the anxious person i am telling you it may have nothing to do with that if you have a friend who has a track record of showing up being reliable and consistent 
please transform your mindset to remember that they are an honest, kind, reliable person and would not do that to you. Now, if they have a track record or something else, okay, it might, you might need to reevaluate some boundaries, all right? Now, as the friend of someone who's anxiously attached, we want to be aware of how our interactions with them will, you know, invite or inspire them to react and respond a specific way with us and let that be something that we are constantly having conversations about and being open as friends to be able to overcome individually and together okay so we are not responsible for anyone else's healing or growth or evolution but we are responsible to each other I think, to help or hinder our own and each other's growth. And so that I think is a really important thing to keep in the forefront of our minds so that we can really be creating essentially healthier, more fulfilling relationships overall, or be able to reevaluate and create boundaries that protect us and the other person if need be. Okay. Now someone with an anxious attachment style and friendship, you know, for context and understanding as a child, these individuals may have developed this attachment style from a parent who was not consistent in caring, sometimes nurturing, and other times emotionally unavailable, causing the child to seek an unattainable level of approval. Okay. So this might be how or why this person has developed this attachment style and it's not a death sentence it's not the end of the world it's just provides us opportunities to grow and master our experiences and evolve to better versions of ourselves that are able to cope and manage difficult situations and so i really think that any of the attachment styles uh, create the opportunity in our relationships for healing. And so it's never something that I want someone to listen and hear about attachment and say, oh, well, that's it. Like I'm done for. My relationships are never going to work. And woe is me, right? That's a part of attachment too. Um, no, this is the motivation to hopefully help you do your research, inspire you to better understand yourself and the context of your life's experiences and how they have affected you so that you can make choices in the moment that will affect you and be better off for you in the long run, okay? So make sure that if you feel like you know someone that might benefit from this, that you send them this episode. If it's you, hopefully you took notes and you're taking note of yourself by observing and practicing awareness to understand, you know, where you might be able to make adjustments in your mind, body, soul. I appreciate you so much for listening to this episode and listening to the podcast. We've got some really dedicated tribe members who say that they listen to it on their lunch breaks. They they do this, you know, they listen to these episodes in the morning. And I would love to continue to bring this valuable content even more often. So it's really important and helpful for you to subscribe, for you to leave a review, five stars if you, you know, if you're feeling that way. Okay, but live your best life. And to share the word, spread the message so that more people hear this, help us hit 100,000 downloads. Our one-year anniversary is quickly upon us, and I want this to spread like wildfire. I would like, to be absolutely honest with you, to maybe be able to create episodes and put episodes out like five times a week. But until then, we'll keep our three a week, and I will talk to you next time, Gems. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. 
whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.